uh, hi everyone again let's see the agenda for today guys the agenda for today is understanding active directory so we will be looking into active directory the basics that what is an active directory how, how it works what are the things that we should know about active directory some useful terminologies in active directories and the components of active directories we will be looking into right so let's start with it right first thing what is an active directory guys so active directory is a microsoft product right it is created by microsoft and it only runs on windows right so in windows server we use active directories so active directory does what active directory helps the it teams to monitor various objects in the network it will grant you access or the users the access it will uh, revoke the different user permissions or you can implement policies for smooth operations within your network right so what we can do let's say we have an administrator right so administrator can do what administrator can create a group of users and he can give them some specific access permission to the directories on the server right so we have that thing in the active directory now let's say if the network is growing right if the network uh, if the infrastructure and the network is growing so it becomes difficult for the administrators to track all the users and their login details and what uh, resources they are uh, given so all the details about the resources that we have given to those users and all the permissions that we have provided to those users so active directory is used over there right it helps the administrators to manage all the things that uh, that i told you the the resources right so it helps to manage uh, user provisioning processes the security audits uh, you can give access to each other's account from a single location and you can uh, organize the users logically into groups and subgroups and provide them access controls right so that's the thing right now in active directory the data that we store is stored in the form of objects okay so object is what guys as i said the data is stored in the form of objects now objects we can understand the objects as a single element let's say i want to add a user that user is an object i want to add create a new group that group is an object right i want to add an application to it that application is an object and also if i want to add a device that device is also an object in the active directory right so object has its name and its attributes like uh, let's say we have a user we want to add a user so it can be a username let's say i want to add a username so username can be a combination of name and the information associated with the user so let's say 
the name of the user is Rajesh and he joined in 2022 so we will uh, we can write like that Rajesh 2022 right or uh, if Rajesh works with the development team so we can write it like this Rajesh Dev right so that is how we can store the data inside active directories and this is called this data is called object now the thing about active directories that uh, we are going to talk about is what active directory is we understood right the active directory when we are talking about so better representation of the network can we put that in the benefits of active directory that it provides you a clear picture of the network right right so that centralized management how we are getting how we are doing that centralized management guys so active directory will allow an administrator to centrally manage the users and authorizations of those users right the like whatever the size of the network is we don't worry about that why we are not worrying about that because the administrator who is managing the network the admin is getting a clear picture of the network right so that's what i mean by better representation of the network right so what we have is when we are talking about single sign-on capabilities so yeah you, when a user has to memorize lots of uh, passwords and usernames for various servers right that can become very difficult right either you have to save it somewhere and there are chances that can be hacked right so what active directory is giving you it is giving you single sign-on capability right so uh, we have something we have uh, in active directories that we call domain controller and domain controller can be added to the uh, environment of your active directory and then it gives you the single sign-on capability where the users can enter their username passwords on one server and they can then access all the other servers without entering these credentials again and again right so that's what is single sign-on right because if let's say you want to access uh, some server but first you have to uh, do what you have to enter username and password over there then you want to access some other server that is not connected to active directory let's say there is no active directory so again the next server so the credentials will be different for, for the next server right then again you have to enter some credentials over there so this can be this can become very difficult if you uh, if you are into uh, some, some work that needs uh, the use of different servers right so that's why what we have is we have single sign-on and that's why we have active directories which provide this capability to us right so that is your single sign-on okay now next benefit anyone the centralized management I can write right but we have uh, covered it a trust relationship let's say we have two different domains right uh, example one.com and example two.com right 
now in both of these there will be a trust relationship it is a logical link that is established between two domains right one domain will be called trusting domain and other will be called trusted domain right so we have two domains trusted and trusting right so when a trust relationship is there the trusting domain will do what will have the logon authentication of the trusted domain right so let's say we have example one.com right so let me rewrite this and we have abc.com and we have def.com right so we have these two domains right so this is trusted yeah and this is trusting so when you are logged in to this abc.com using the authentication right using your username and password authentication and all the uh, credentials that you have entered so you don't have to enter those credentials here because if this abc.com allowed you to get inside so this def.com will not allow because this def.com is trusting the authentication of abc.com right so it will respect the authentication mechanism of abc.com and he will say that yeah if he allowed this thing so that uh, this user might be the legit user right so we don't have to do the authentication again right so generally what uh, trusted domain contains what are the things that are inside uh, trusted domains So generally it contains users right and trusting domains the trusting domains contains the resources right so users from the trusted domain will be able to access resources in the trusting domain because users are trusted now when we are talking about trust guys is trust of uh, different types uh, are there any subcategories in trust so we can classify trust as transitive and non-transitive and what can be uh, these transitive and non-transitive trusts So it simply means if there is domain A, abc.com, we have domain B, def.com, and we have domain C, ghi.com. Yeah. So just that's the thing. So if domain A trusts domain B and domain B trusts domain C, right? So then domain A will trust domain C. That is transitive trust. Now what can be non-transitive trust? 
so in non transitive if domain a is trusting domain b and domain b is trusting domain c so that does not means that domain a will trust domain c right now there are uh, that one way trust and two way trust so what are one way and two way trust so we can say that in one way trust b trusts a right it is unidirectional authentication path right that is created between the domains so if a trust b right so users or b trust a so users in a will be able to access the resources in b but the users in b will not be able to access the resources in a right that will be one way trust right two way trust means this the use the, the users inside domain one will be able to access the resources in domain two and the users in domain two will be able to access the resources in domain one right so that is what that is the one way and two way trust now we were talking about the benefits so this was uh, something deep into benefits so it was efficient management of trust relationships so the way that we discussed about the trust do you think active directories efficiently manage trust relationships now we have what we have another thing another benefit improved scalability with ous organizational units so when we are changing the size of something or if my uh, network size is changing or something like to scale up or scale down some uh, things so we have a concept of organizational units in active directories so what are organizational units so it is a subdivision within an active directory what you can place inside organizational units is you can place users you can place either groups as well right it can be a group of groups right so you can place groups as well you can place uh, let's say devices as well like devices may, may will be your computers only uh, you can place those as well and you can place other organizational units as well right so why you are creating organizational units you are creating so that you can mirror your organizational business structure right so every domain can implement its own ou right so if your organization contains let's say many domains uh, like more than one or more than two domains you can create ous and you can create the structures in each domain that are independent of the structures in other domains right and then if you want to let's say in your ous you can put the users or you can put directly the devices that these are the devices inside and what privileges these devices have what they can access and what access controls they have right so that's thing that thing you can do so let's say what i want i want uh 
inside my active directory i have uh, 50 devices right i want that all of those devices uh, combinedly i want windows defender should be working for them right so so uh, windows defender should be on right it should be working right so what i will do i will create an organizational unit basically and inside that organizational unit i will put all those 50 devices after putting all those 50 devices i will just by putting the rule once i can enable or disable windows defender in all those 50 devices so rather than doing the things 50 times if there was no organizational unit that i can create so rather than creating those things 50 times or, or rather than creating the, those rules 50 times i am using active directories and that active directory is helping me and putting those rules for all the 50 devices in a single go can i put containers in place of organizational units the name is uh, itself confusing right if someone has worked with uh, cloud a lot and they heard, they hear this word container so they will uh, get confused so think of those people who are working with uh, azure active directories they have containers and they have containers so they might also get confused right so no problem in that so containers are also uh, applied in this place so even microsoft uh, tells that uh, and it's if you will read about uh, the whole documentation about the active directories so you will get that in place of organizational units you can use the containers right and again though not those containers that we use in cloud right great okay so improved scalability i said so what we have is we have as i said we have a concept inside active directories a concept of our ous and to uh, why we are doing that to increase uh, or to improve the scalability right so let's say a company has a huge department right huge hr department so there is an administrator who is managing the entire domain right so the company can create an organizational unit with the name hr can they right and all the users and all the user accounts and their computers related to that hr uh, department can be moved into it right so the admin who will be responsible for this organizational unit to be given certain privileges or you can say administrative rights uh, limited to this OU so that admin will be uh, managing this organizational unit only right so that is about the scalability in this now we have uh, something with the name Kerberos protocol or Kerberos for that we use for authentication in active directories now the thing is guys when we are talking about this active directory and its protocol kerberos right so let's say there is a user so you user enters his credentials yeah now 
Kerberos does what it will grant him a TGT TGT stands for Ticket Granting Ticket and what can be ticket granting ticket? So we have ticket granting system right now ticket granting system will provide the ticket granting ticket to the user basically right now ticket granting ticket means we have we are the um, I'm being a user so being a user I'm getting a ticket and using that ticket I will wait for the another ticket right for getting another ticket so ticket granting ticket it is right now the user will do what if user gets this ticket granting ticket he will do what the user will present this ticket granting ticket to other workstations or servers throughout the same domain right or even uh, we can do what as we discussed about the trust relationships between the domains so in those trust relationships what we can do in other domains user can also show this uh, ticket granting uh, ticket right now what happens is when uh, we have like uh, author uh, authentication server in between so the ticket granting ticket is uh, shown to that authentication server and authentication server gives the user a service ticket right and then after getting a service ticket user can present that service ticket to all the other devices in that domain or whatever service that user is uh, wants to access right now the server will uh, or whomever whomsoever that person is showing the ticket that device is showing the ticket the server will that server will identify the ticket uh, and it will understand that uh, this ticket is given by the trusted domain controller and after authorization the user will get the permission and that permission which he needs to complete his task right so that's how your service ticket and Kerberos works right in basic terms and layman terms right now when we are again talking about we have uh, the topic active directories so when we are talking about active directories uh, do you guys know how it works basically apart from this apart from this ticket granting ticket system uh, where is the database present now what we have is like you uh, you install the uh, windows uh, computer and all the systems or the work groups that are computers and you add that uh, domain right uh, add those devices to the domain then uh, you uh, like all the in that environment includes the server system workstations servers separate passwords and usernames all that thing right now we have what we have active directories so in active directories we can keep all the users their devices their usernames and password all these things managed in a single place and the information that is related to the active directories its users the groups passwords it is stored in active directory database right 
and inside active directory we have a file with the name ntds.dit file right inside that file this whole database is saved this is the database file of the active directory nt directory services right ntds stands for nt directory services right now then it uses the kerberos protocol for the authentication and then it uh, like active directory maintains the consistency amongst different domain controllers and it is we were talking about the ntds uh, dit so this is the database file and we can create it is possible to create have multiple domain controllers in the environment and uh, large organizations basically uh, use this thing like multiple domain controllers because uh, they have a different admins so different uh, all the domain controllers contain same information and we can create con we can maintain the consistency over there and it will implement the synchronization mechanism over there to ensure all domain controllers have the consistent data right so this is a bit about these things now we have what we have some components inside active directory we have domains we have organizational units we have trees we have forests these are the logical structures and physical structures are sites domain controllers so first thing domains what are domains now the domain in active directory what is that it is a service right and uh, which has like logical group we can say so as it is a logical structure so domain is what it is logical group of objects right so logical group of objects that share common administration right common security what else and replication settings as well so we, what we have is when we have let's say more uh, more than one domain controllers right so replication is what replication is the method by which we can transfer or update the active directory objects from one domain controller to other domain controller right so the connection between domain controllers are built on the base or basis of their location inside a forest and site right and site in site is what is like every site in active directory has one or more subnet right and it has a like the range of different ip addresses uh, which are associated with the site right so basically replication if we talk about so we are transferring or updating the active directory objects in one domain controller to other domain controller because as i said we want uh, 
this thing like uh, a centralized management we have so we want consistency between the domain controllers right so that's why the thing is that we do the replication right so domain is a logical group of object object can be your user uh, it can be a device right so it is a group of user or device who have a common administration who attain common security who do the common who has the common replication settings right so that is what that is your so domain controller is what guys it is kind of a server right which runs active directory domain services and it uses the data that is stored inside active directory for user authentication and authorization right so we have uh, the domain controller it is a server which runs active directory domain services and uses the data that is stored inside the active directory for users authentication and authorization not only that it is also used for group management right we can also uh, do what we can also do policy administ uh, administration right and additional uh, more additional functions as well right so in organizations we have a multiple domain controller and uh, on premises data centers or on cloud as well but each domain controller in a domain maintains a copy of active directory database and then they do what they synchronize the data between uh, all uh, like between themselves like one if there are two domain controllers or more than two domain controllers right so it will just synchronize the data between themselves and for synchronizing the data between themselves what they use users the replication for synchronizing the data the active directory replication right ad replication right so that is your domain controller like there are lots of things active directory is like if i uh, say the so it is a very a uh, big and deep topic uh, and uh, when you are teaching these kinds of things so you remember lots of things and uh, everything just uh, goes through your mind so we have something uh, with the name ldap right so i have heard somewhere that the primary access protocol for active directory is ldap and i think ldap stands for lightweight uh, directory access protocol so that's how it works right and uh, what basically ldap is So when we are talking about LDAP, LDAP is just a vendor neutral application protocol. Just remember that. Uh, vendor neutral means does not depends on the vendor who is the vendor, right? Uh, so 
vendor neutral application protocol right and it is used to maintain distributed directory information in organized manner let me write it distributed directory information in an organized manner yeah you can also say organized manner as easy to query manner right so it means it allows you to keep directory of items and information about them right so directory right we have uh, this word directory why we are using this uh, directory over here because we have two words like you might have uh, uh, heard about in windows we call uh, the folders right we have folders but in linux we don't have folders we have directories as i said in an organized manner so when we are talking about directory directory itself means like you might have seen like uh, in our childhood back uh, like 10 15 years back or 20 years back there were telephone directories which we used to have uh, which used to have all the uh, numbers phone numbers uh, related to the police stations or uh, many places right so those were called directories telephone directory why we uh, why we didn't call them uh, telephone folders because they have all the things in an organized manner right if i'm looking for police station uh, phone number so all the police stations phone number will start from uh, some place and it will end uh, till some place but there will be no other phone number present it will all be all police station numbers right so that's why directories are organized folders are not organized right now LDAP is used to maintain distributed directory. Now we are talking about distributed directory. That directory is somewhat unorganized. It is organized, but in some place we can see it is not organized. So a lightweight directory access protocol, it is used to do that, right? And what happens is it saves the data uh, in way of records right so we have records so it saves or it stores the data by records which has uh, some attributes right so records have some attributes right uh like record can be you can say if you are if you are feeling tough uh, to understand this so let's uh, take this as a database so the attribute is the field inside the database right uh, record is the database and the field inside the database are the records or sorry attributes right so record has itself an identifier a unique identifier and we call it distinguished name right so it has a distinguished name right so that is a bit about LDAP right 
now how does uh, a person gains access to all those records that are there right so we have uh, we have our thing let's say a session has started right so cl the client or the user as there is a user and he is binded to LDAP server right this is the server so this is LDAP server so the user is binded to the LDAP server right the default port for that is like using directory system agent we are binded to us uh, to the server and the default port for that is port number 389 right now client then does what the client send the operation request to the server right so it can be a request for the search or it can be a compare request right so it sends the request to the server and it asks for the particular set of information right the server then processes the query and then it supplies uh, a response right the client gets the response and unbinds itself and then it processes the data right so that's how basically it works right in simple layman terms right so that's a bit about domains domain controller ldap and then we have organizational units so we have uh, discussed about the organizational units as well so organizational units are there for organizing the groups users and devices and every domain can have its own organizational unit so can we say tree is a collection of one or more domains tree a domain tree is a collection of one or more domains that will share common namespace right so if we have a domain that say that goes by the name uh, infosectrain.com and we have something uh, with the name hr.infosectrain.com yeah so these two domains would be considered a part of domain which is again infosectrain.com let's say right so these are the two domains that are considered a part of this domain right so this will be a tree right like if we if I create something with the name example.com and if I create that example.com after uh, infosectrain.com is created so that would be in a separate domain tree which will be example.com right now the thing is that we have trees so what will be forests what thing we call forest we have a forest right so forest is a collection of one or more domain trees right so inside uh, like let's say the domain infosectrain.com that we have this one right so 
we have this tree and example.com we created that could be uh, the tree again and these both can be a part of same forest right and like we have a domain tree so domain tree as i said it can be a collection of one or more domains that can share common namespace but forest cannot right now how you will name the forest the forest will be named after the first domain that is created right so forest will be named after first domain right that is created in the forest right so if infosectrain.com was the first domain created the forest will be automatically named infosectrain.com right and we can then add uh, additional domains uh, and all the uh, belongings to the infosectrain.com forest right so like uh, this is the thing now we have sites something with the name sites what are sites in active directories so we have what we have active directory sites right now what we have uh, when we use these active directory sites we use these active directory sites for managing organizations that have uh, the branches that are at different geographical locations but they are uh, they fall under same domain right so it is a solution to geographically manage your active directory network without changing any uh, thing inside your logical structure of the environment right so these are your physical groupings of well connected ip subnets and it is these are used to replicate among domain controllers right so why we are using replication because we have let's say we have a bank right and bank has uh, the branches all over the country right so in every city there are branches of that bank so we are doing what we are rep uh, doing replication among different domain controllers because in every branch of that bank there are domain controllers different domain controllers present and we want let's say right now i'm sitting in some other city and tomorrow i'm moving to some other city but i have uh, to make some changes in my bank so i will uh, i cannot come back to the city and uh, then makes the changes uh, inside in our in my account so what will i do in those scenarios i will just uh, go to that bank and those banks have the domain controllers and those domain controllers are doing the replication of information so the ip subnetting is done in a, a, the active directory sites and when ip uh, uh, is subnetting is done so uh, in every subnet that uh, particular information is replicated and that's how we mean we are maintaining the consistency over there and every bank has your details uh, or every bank can get your details from the active directory so that they can get access to your account or if you want to just uh, just 
deposit some money or uh, you want to withdraw some money or you have to make any other changes so all those changes will be applied directly in the active directory and now you can have uh, you don't have to go back to your uh, main branch and make some changes uh, like that right so that is why we use active directory sites right the common domain controller but the common domain they should be in into okay. same domain and then okay. we can create different domain controllers so every branch of your organization will be having a separate domain controller and then those domain controllers will be replicating uh, information uh, like with with uh, within themselves and everyone will be having the same information right about the users okay. and everything right the accounts and the users and everything so that's the thing so what we have is uh, guys we have this domain forest right and when we are talking about the domain controller so i told that domain controller is a server that will process the request for authentication from the users and then uh, that users are trying to access the domain right and what uh, this your uh, tree and foresters we have a tree with the name blue.com over here right so we have this tree we have this whole tree and these trees have a domain forest right so the first tree that was or the first domain that was there in the forest uh, the dom domain forest will be named after it right so that is your domain forest right so that's the difference between both of those right so that's the thing now we have active directory domain services what uh, services fall under active directory domain services uh, we get the domain services basically right because that's also the thing that you should know and the lightweight directory services let me put this what else certificate services so all these services fall under your active directory domain services and it comes with windows server and it is designed to manage the client systems right so you can say that active directory domain services is the main service of active directory it's to, it will be having uh, the directory information it will take care of the interaction between the user and domain when user will try to connect to a device or a server or any resource over the network active directory uh, domain services will check the login credentials and the access permissions given to the user and uh, we have uh, like 
lots of things right so it will uh, like we have active directory certificate services which will create share and manage the certificates and uh, these certificates will enable the users to exchange information over the internet right so like we have digital certificates so like that we have certificates inside that and we have directory uh, services lightweight directory services so uh, it can like uh, the active directory lightweight directory services will just uh, do what it, it will store the directory data right during the LDAP and it will run lots of instances on a single server right now what uh, LDAP protocol does LDAP protocol stores the data related to objects in the directory services right like your usernames can be there your passwords can be there and it will share them across the network right we also have the federation services so when we were starting so uh, someone said the federation services and the benefits right so again federation services uses the concept of single sign-on to validate the users and then what it will do it will uh, you can say it, it will allow them to access multiple applications on different networks in a single session right so single sign on means you need to just only sign in once for each service right and we also have write management services so the thing is like write management services do what it will protect your confidential data or information from unauthorized access how it will do that it will encrypt the whole information on the server right so it will do the encryption of the whole content on the server so that's why unauthorized access is protected right so that's the thing now let me just see if i have uh, a active directory handy with me so now let me show you how it looks like if someone has not seen active directory yeah so i have that handy and um, So we have a Windows Server 2019. I have created Active Directory over here in 2019. I have named other other Windows. This is the basic Windows 10. I have named it uh, Windows 10.1 and 10.2. So these are the uh, users that are there in your Active uh, Directory, right? So these are the users. They are uh, their own admin as well and uh, the user inside windows 10.1 is also admin inside windows 10.2 right so that's how i have created it and we have uh, this windows server which is uh, uh, doing all the things so we have uh, like i have uh, this username my like the domain my domain name is marvel right the other machine name is uh, Spider-Man or and the other one is Punisher. So I'm uh, 
like in I watched that movie so that's why I've named it and yeah so let's start uh, the server let me show you how server looks like I will uh, show you that this thing uh, tomorrow as well that how these things work and uh, we have this server so this is the server manager right so i have the active directory certificate as well right the certificate services so certificate service is also running it is activated we have active directory domain services right and if i go to the computer management over here so i can see the all the things here the services and the applications right windows server backup the disk management everything right and uh, the share shared folders are also there right and let's go back and let's go back again so you can see adds we have active directory domain services and uh, we have active directory certificate services also running right now this is our active directory and if i want to see the users so you can see that here what we have we have different users right so inside users we have a user administrator if i double click on administrator so i can uh, see all the things the environment and uh, the, the general things the organization uh, and user logon name right uh, password never expires i have done that so we will be able to crack that right so and organization lots of things then frank castle is also one of the users and uh, the remote desktop services if it is running the local path i have not provided so it's not running that and the profile the account information the sessions right all the information if you see so the inside uh, computers we have uh, two devices spider-man and punisher so these are connected to my uh, windows server and the active directory basically so these are connected to the active directory and the domain controller so if you will go to domain controller so we have only single domain controller and i have named it hydra hyphen dc right so this is the domain controller uh we have uh groups so all these are groups but uh these groups are nothing just uh we have created and we also have a service running so this was a spelling mistake but uh yeah it's a sql service running inside uh my active directory for managing all all the things and the database over there right so these are the things inside and this is my marvel.local this is my windows active directory right the domain name and if i go here i can see the username frank castle and uh, i don't know if i know the password but yeah try it let's try i think i got the right password and that will log me in so this is uh, the frank castle and this other machine is peter parker so the user is peter parker on that machine and this is the thing right so 
if you want to create a new active directory just go to manage add roles and features right and here you can do next and role based next you will select the server pool and do next and then active directory uh, like it's checked over here right so as you can see uh, it's here checked but if you have uh, not installed active directory so it will not be checked right so you have to check that do next and then after that you will get the normal thing like uh, you can do next and .NET framework it's not necessary and yeah it will be starting uh, it will uh, it will install all the features and then it will be installed then in the notifications you will get a uh, lots of things uh, like some uh, more configuration that you have to do so you can do those configurations over there as well and then you can use your active directory now in inside active directory you can just uh, uh, go to this domains and trust and you can just go to uh, users in computers and you can just right click over here and you can just go to new and you can go to new user or you can just start a new organizational unit you can name it uh, anything right so don't protect it okay and i have just created this new thing so all tasks and you can do lots of things right so for computer you want to create something so you can do that but i don't want to do anything so i'm deleting that organizational unit right so these are the things we have uh, these users so for users i have uh, not given any kind of service basically but yeah i have uh, i want if i want so you can change the domain controller you can go to all task and you can see all the things like chain domain chain domain controller raise domain functional level and from new you can just uh, create a new group or new organizational unit or shared folder and one more thing that i have done is uh, we have uh, this thing right so let me just go here uh, the thing that you can see over here is inside local disk c i have created a, a folder with the name share right so this share folder is shared with everyone so if uh, i go to the properties and sharing so uh, this is shared and if you want to share it so uh, the owner is this and if i click on share it will be shared with everyone right so i have shared this folder so this is the shared folder of uh, my active directory uh, uh, the client side basically and in this pc and pc2 as well i have done the same thing and then uh, you can see the things right so it's uh, empty right now but yeah it's a shared folder so uh, why we have opened the shared folder because basically in windows we what kind of uh, error or what kind of vulnerability we get we get the vulnerability in smb share right the samba service that the sharing service that we have so in that service we get the vulnerability right so this is how our active directory is structured and uh, then after that like uh, 
so what we have is for tomorrow we have uh, discussed about all the basics like maximum all the basics of active directories and now what we will be doing we will be attacking the active directory so that's why i showed you my active directory that how it is structured how i have created it and now you guys can uh, just uh, go through the basics again uh, once more and you can just clear your basics and then uh, tomorrow we will be starting with the attacking part of the active directory and when we will be talking about the attacking part of active directory so then we will be doing all the things so tomorrow we will be looking into some attacks in active directory and some more interesting things i have so tomorrow we will be doing uh, some hands-on in active directories and we will keep it till here for today then right 